Sell me your car today. This is Clay Edwards, and I want to buy your car, truck, or SUV today. Are you tired of dealing with all the marketplace maniacs and the Craigslist crazies? I hear nightmare stories every day about counterfeit checks for vehicles here in central Mississippi. Did you know if you get ripped off with a counterfeit check, your insurance company will not cover you? Let me make you a fair market value offer for your vehicle today. Contact me today at claybuyscars.com. That's claybuyscars.com. Chip, you spent a lot of time over the years working down at the fair. Yes, I have. Too uh, much. The fair, this is from Jackson Jambalaya, because I want to borrow a comment out of the Jackson Jambalaya comment section here. But the story is fair attendance is on the rise. Uh, that's all good. It looks like looks like counting paid and unpaid admissions, they had nearly 526,000 people. Right. So they said it's, it's up over last year. It's the second year in a row without any uh, major incidents, no no violence. I mean, there are a couple of fights. That just yeah. is what it is. I mean, you get you get that many people together. There are going to be a few that don't like each other. Right. That's why I don't go. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, but look, man, they a great job down there with all the security and all the law enforcement. But here's the thing I want to get to. I'm calling it Turkey Gate. Turkey Gate. Okay. I want to be the first to coin that. Here's what an anonymous poster said. Okay. It said, I took my wife to the fair again this year. We had a nice time. What we found was very disappointing was there were less than five vendors selling turkey legs, and they all charged $20 each. I saw one barbecue vendor from a nearby state who advertised turkey legs. I stood on, I stood in line to order one, and when I got to the window, they said that Ag Commissioner Andy Gibson told them they are not allowed to sell turkey legs. Only a few select people are allowed to sell turkey legs, and they're all marked at $20 each. It says, I would really like to see the commissioner explain this predatory and anti-competitive behavior. Do we have, tur- is this Turkey Gate? Yes, it is Turkey Gate. And uh, having been down there and been a part of Turkey Gate. Now, it seems like every other person down there can sell chicken on a stick, but only limited well, look, can sell. Even when Cindy Hyde-Smith was uh, the ad commissioner, there was a Turkey uh, Gate problem. Because what it was, was um, whoever has control of the Coliseum concessions has control of turkeys. Really? Yes, that's what it is. And so when these this is like people who have control of pumpkin spice have right. control of the white girls. So if you if you have control of the Coliseum, you have control of the turkey. So why is it why why is it turkey? Why is it turkey legs? I mean, why why is that? Because everybody buys the turkey legs. That's twenty dollars. And you know, this year, a big thing was the the fried. Uh, Corn on the cob, six to eight dollars for corn on the cob when it costs twenty five cents for a year. Well, no, I get that, but what I'm saying is, on and the look, turkey, on this, on the turkey, on the turkey leg thing, you're saying it's just exclusive turkey legs. The person in control of the coliseum has. Yes. They have c- control of all the concessions. They have control of the turkey legs. So, uh, do they just limit how many vendors can sell one item? Yes. So, so for instance, you're not coming in there and selling. Against the pins, you're not going to come in there and sell chicken on a stick, which you would be insane to come in there and sell chicken on a stick. But people do. Yes, they do. Some some foods are allowed. Take them out of them, I think, and some others. Take you out of them, actually, the shish kebabs. Shish kebabs. And that that was originally started out with some people from Canton, too. So... (laughs) It's all 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 roads lead to Canton. All roads lead to Canton. But, I mean, that's the reality. But uh, I mean, hey, I mean, so so it isn't just turkey legs that are protected. They only going to have X amount of vendors per item right. across the board. Correct. So there's no there's no turkeyversary here. Yeah, yeah. Well, let's put it this way: the reason why a turkey leg is twenty dollars is because you cannot get enough turkey legs to the fairgrounds. 
I don't care what. The, I would love to see two 18-wheelers sitting there handing out turkey legs and see if they had ever run out. And let me say this. Turkey legs are terrible. I think so, too. They look amazing. Like yes. It looks awesome. Right. If it was just chicken. Well, it's like the pork chop on a stick. It's too thick. I would like, I'd rather have a nice, give me two fried pork chops. Yeah, I'd like to get a chicken leg that big. Well, see, that's why, you know, originally when we, we had our boots down at the fair, we were trying, that's what the, where the dynamite ball came from for the, that we serve out at Acme Pizza. But we originally called them pork balls, and they would not sell. But we were trying to figure out how to put pork on a stick is how the dynamite ball got invented. Yeah, I mean, those dynamite balls are great, man. man yeah. I've, been, I've been plugging the dynamite balls. Tell, tell people exactly. It's 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 pulled pork wrapped around cream cheese, deep fried with some kind of barbecue sauce drizzle or something on it. Yeah, that would sweet baby rays. Yeah, we're not yeah. Gonna, we're not going to lie. It's the best. Period. I mean, it is the best store bought or whatever you want to call it, mass produced barbecue sauce. Right. I out mean, there. you've got a lot with a little bit of this and a little bit of that, but the consistency of knowing that you're getting that. Yeah. You can't beat it. But it's cream cheese, sriracha, a touch of sriracha. Some people say, are they hot? I say, no, they're not hot. No. But, and, um, and pulled pork that we cook 24 hours on our Southern Pride smoker. Yeah, you know, that's the thing that I try to make sure I explain to people when they go to Acme Pizza and Daiquiri's and they order a pulled pork pizza or the pig pig pig. Or, or just a barbecue so much, sandwich. Just a barbecue sandwich. That That is not pork that they got from Cisco or somewhere. I no. mean, they may get the whole butts from from a vendor i'm sure but it's not pre-cooked it is smoked there on site i mean it's it's cool because you go to a pizza place but you smell barbecue Barbecue. yes that's right i mean can can you really go wrong there i I don't think so and lately like last night thank y'all people for understanding that we serve the best pasta around because i served more pasta last night before I served the first pizza that I, that I've ever done, and I mean it was the pesto pasta, the pesto chicken pasta, it was the spaghetti and meatballs, it was the chicken parmesan. We serve all that too, y'all. Yep. Along with a great hamburger steak. Well, let's clear up a few texts on the guns and gear text line before we go to break here. Okay. Robbie says turkey sucks unless it's on Thanksgiving or Christmas. Robbie, I've sworn it off on those holidays too. I just don't want turkey. I want fried something. I went to a restaurant in Memphis last week and it was, they told us it was Canadian Thanksgiving. <laughs> and they, they had ham. And no, they had turkey. And they said they want I said I need to get a burger. And they said you got to order a turkey. And I just said, "Well, okay." And I didn't we didn't eat. Uh Tim uh Stephen asked does the does said person get a percentage of the turkey leg sales? So you you were down there. You were involved when when, right. when the Clark family had the concessions yeah, down right. there. You worked with Gary and them yeah. for a long time. Um, how does the business side of that work at the fair? Actually, I want let's take this to the other side. But I'll ask the question now: How does the business side work at the fair as far as the vendors paying and do they? Is it a Commission split or sales split or any gross splits, what I'm you, trying to say. Yeah, you pay. Hold you, that thought. Okay. Uh, let's, uh, Chip, it's what we call a tease in the business. You should know this. <laughs> oh. Oh, yes. <laughs> we'll be right back. I know a tease or two. <laughs> we'll be right back on the Clay Edwards Show. All right, Chipper. Let's see here. We were so, talking turkeys. Turkeys, yes. That's where we were. Talking turkey, turkey with me. Turkey gate. All right, so here's the deal. A vendor goes to the fairgrounds. Right. Let's, let's pull the curtain back a little bit. Without, we don't have to go into the numbers necessarily because right. uh, it, it, that changes. Right. It, change, it changes every year. And the fee to be at the fair has gone up and up and up on vendors, which has weeded a lot of vendors out. I've noticed that the last time I went, 
Now, in, in all fairness, it was 2020. It was a lot of what I would call generic vendors. Right. Just a, a, with no names. Just a, if it was pizza, it just said pizza. Right. And, you know, you'd get it. It tastes like cardboard. But, again, options were limited. See, you know what it felt like? It felt like uh, Pharaoh or whoever the amusement company yes. was. They have some concessions too, right? They right. Do, it just felt like it was all their kind of stuff. Like usually on their midway, yeah. you know, on the ride midway, those concessions belong to uh, – North American Midway. Yeah. Okay. Then on then when you come through the what is that the main drag that main drag the you know where the, 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 what is that thing the they put it up every year but the thing people the the ski lift thing yeah at the beginning of the ski lift pretty much that's where the locals are and as you notice the locals have about gone the down. biscuits and all that and it's gone down and down because the fee has gone up and then the other side of that is uh, you know when you go down there I guess the fee needs to also allow for rain days usually you go down to the fair you one weekend is going to get rained out for years it's been that way yeah but this year it was not they had a great they had a great run they had two nights with a little rain but they, but it wasn't it wasn't what i'm talking about no i know you're talking about gully <laughs> i'm washers. talking about where where you're walking in the ditches and yep. going heck so so there's just a flat fee you flat no flat fee <clears throat> per day and you're required to open at a certain time per day. You have to be open for lunch. You have so your your labor cost. You're not you you have to open for lunch till yeah. You got to be open. Yeah, got to be open. But that makes sense. Though, so, at the end of the day, but then that just costs you more. Sure. Um, and then and then they collect sales tax. I think they I believe they collect sales tax daily. And you have to buy ice from them, right? Right. Like you can't provide your own ice and get a thing from Jackson Ice or somebody. The ice has to come through the through No, the... not anymore. Okay. I don't think so. They might be doing that now, but Okay. So, but, but it's, it's a lot of money, man. I, you know, we looked at it years ago about putting a bar. I think me and you looked at doing yeah. it. Yeah. And when we had a club, you know, want to cuz the dock got away from their spot and we were wanting to maybe replace that if I remember correctly. Right. And And the beer tents are different now. Now, the beer tents, they only allow two. Mm-hmm. One of them is the guy that's in the Coliseum. The other one is the old, uh, is the one that. Uh, Costas. No, the scooter. Cox, Cox, the Costas tent became, became the property of the person inside the Coliseum. Okay. And then there, if you go to their tent, usually you have liquor too now. Yeah, they got Polish dogs and all that. That's the one with the little bit more that, food. And then the other one is Scooter and Floyd's. Yeah. Uh, this is it. Yeah. Good guys, man. Yeah. Good guys. They they got a big space down there. Yeah. I mean, they got I, a really big They tent. got a great space. And I don't know if they're still if it's even their space anymore. Uh-oh. I don't know if I don't know if they sold it or not. Yeah, I'm not I'm not sure, but I know they that's where the live bands and stuff play, the smaller yes. live bands and all that. I saw where Andy said that the next year they're gonna really focus on trying to get some really big name artists down there and it's gonna be ticket pre sales. It ain't gonna be quote unquote free entertainment. And he made the comment that 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 he he and I guess he's setting us up for what he's going to spend, but the reality is he made the comment that the more people came to the fair this year because of what was inside the Coliseum. And I went, uh, no, I don't think so. Now, <laughs> I think I think every, the weather it, made more people come to the fair. What was in the Coliseum was not show worthy. Hey, look, I like I, I like Ernest. He's my he's one of my favorite new country artists out of that whole bunch of Ernest and Hardy and right. and, and all them. I think he's the most legitimately talented artist of the bunch, yeah. songwriter and all that. But I, every picture I saw, man, it didn't look. I, it didn't look like there was no more than a couple hundred people look, in there. I remember now, the last time again. Art- that could just be timing and angle. 
I but, want to be clear about that. But. but last time I saw, they were doing free bands in the Coliseum. They had REO Speedwagon in there one year. Yeah. And I would say hmm, 2,500 people were in there, 3,500. So I see that. But you got, to, I mean, you, you've got to step up and get some bands and you've got to promote them. They've got to put them in the commercial. You know, I mean, like, like back in the when in the, Poison and all them played, that was that was the stuff. Well, that was what I was about to say. My first concert ever was during the fair, and it was Poison, Lita Ford, and Brittany Fox. Oh in, yeah, on the open up a say. That I was tour. your first concert. That was my first concert, and that's why I'm so ruined. You know, once you, once you that, start at the mountaintop, it's hard to come back down. Look, that was a great show too, and that was their second time in the market. Yep. So my, you, fir- my first, my second concert was one month later. Motley Crue on the Doctor Feelgood tour. Jeez, with man. Warrant and whoever else opened up that show. See, my first concert in the Coliseum was uh, Journey mm-hmm. with um, Toto opening. Yep. So I think teaming up with a promoter of some sort, a real promoter, a real promoter, you know, of some sort, and bringing in some legitimate national touring bands that can sell out a Coliseum. Yes. Get back. In. People will pay. And I was telling Allison the other day. I said. The only way I get back down to the fair is if there's an artist in that Coliseum that I want to see. Right. And I will hit the fair up when it's done. Hey, and and what was so great about that back in the day, you filled up that Coliseum. You sold it out. Yep. This is when Drake was alive. You'd sell out that Coliseum, and then everybody hit the midway, and it was fun after the concert. 10,000, 12,000 people hit the midway. And and that's good party. for the fair, the, 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 the food vendors and everybody. But when the – when you're cooking food as a food vendor and there's nobody there to eat the food and then you're fighting for the food and you have to raise your price in order to make some money on your food, then lower your price at the end of the day where you don't get stuck with food. Yeah, I want to say one year they had three doors down in the Coliseum yeah. in the Rock 93.9 era. There'd be big concerts in the Coliseum, maybe Shine Down. I'm just throwing stuff well, against the When I was here. growing up, they were, when I started going to the fair, which is a lot longer before you, there always were two or three great shows in the fair. Yeah, I mean, look, Hank Williams Jr. I went back and pulled a bunch of the old ads oh, yeah. in, in, off newspapers.com. Yeah. And I was looking at some of the, the lineup. There was a WWF event yes. in the Coliseum during the fair one year. Yeah. I mean, that's how you get some people in to do this stuff. I mean, to get back down to the fairgrounds that might not come because, again, the fair itself, it hadn't evolved. It is what it is. I mean, I know Andy's trying. they got rodeos I mean, out there. They're doing this. But at how, the end of the day, it's rides and food. How many more rides? I mean, uh, he talks about bringing in different rides, but the rides just spin, y'all. That's yep. it. they got lights on them. They spin. They have music, bad yeah. music. Some I mean, have great music. The same kids that are going to ride the, the tilt-a-twirl are the same ones that are going to ride the mini roller coaster. You're not bringing no extra people down for some weird ride. It right. just ain't, I mean, ain't, they're traveling the rides. I mean, you 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 know, it's not like they're going to bring in the Great American Scream Machine and you're going to ride all the way around the – the Coliseum. No, but, so you got to get these concerts back down there. You know, I would like to see a a, a, a poison type band in there. Well, something yeah, something the, for that era. The classic rock would do well. Cla- classic rock. I mean, at the end of the day, if you're trying to get the suburbs right back to the Coliseum, you're going to have to do some some good country, some classic rock, and I mean, I mean bands that have still got more than one dang original right. member. Right. You know, I mean, get get some. Not stadium headliners. I understand the concept of an arena headliner and a stadium headliner, but there's plenty of stuff out there that'll get a different demographic down. Heck, even book one of these like newer metal tours, like they got Disturbed coming right. to the coast. Right. You put a Disturbed in there on a Saturday night, yes. you're going to see a crowd at that fairgrounds you ain't seen in a while. And it's a good crowd because it uh, would change the dynamic of the fair. 
Yeah, and, and look, if you want to do it, take a night and do and bring in a, a big current hip-hop artist or R&B artist I, or something know, like that. I mean, that needs to be done, too. Well, to me, on the hip-hop, I would go classic rather than yeah. that in order to have a crowd that is more... Well, I'll just say it. If you're bringing out these NBA young boys and yeah. and stuff like that, that's going to bring out a demographic that's going to be out there shooting and all that nonsense. What about Yin Yang f- Twins? I do Yin Yang. That's that, that's booty music, as okay. I would call it. <laughs> okay. but you, or, you know, that, that I love the 90s tour that yeah. floats around with Vanilla Ice and Tone Loke and stuff like that. Yeah. That's going to bring in a very mixed crowd and do really well. Here's one more thing before we go to the break. Now they got to compete against the Brandon Amphitheater. Right. Brandon Amphitheater, the first Saturday of the fair, had a sold-out Hardy show that got canceled, and that was a blessing for the fair. Then Friday, the second Friday night, Willie Nelson was sold out. Well, so, think about a year before. They did Chicago, and they did the Beach Boys, yeah. and they they did a bunch of shows that I said, oh, that's they did a, They did an urban artist, too, that was for the be, JSU homecoming after I said, party. That's going to be a disaster, and it, they did well. Yep. I, I, I thought the same. I figured we wanted to do a Willie Nelson show that was going to be half-filled. Yeah. I've never seen that many people in the amphitheater, and I go to every concert. Well, that Willie, Willie yeah. is generational. So it, it, it was unique. So they got to compete against that now, too, because you think the amphitheater is going to not book stuff? You wait till I build an amphitheater. I'm telling you, the amphitheater is going to book stuff. And it was also the weekend. I've never seen State and Ole Miss not play on the same weekend in October. Well, but somebody Andy must have been talking to somebody on that one. There was a godsend there, and that worked for everybody, from the amphitheater to the fairgrounds and all the other little events around town. Let's mm-hmm. take a break, come back, land the plane with Chip Matthews. We'll be right back. We need an amphitheater. I hope you enjoyed this clip of today's Clay Edwards show. You can tune in live every Monday through Friday, 7 to 9 a.m. on 103.9 FM, WYAB in Central Mississippi. You can stream it worldwide and live at WYAB.com, the TuneIn app, or Alexa. Just search WYAB. And, of course, you're listening now on a podcast, so you can just hit subscribe where you're at. We update daily right here on the Clay Edwards Show, and check out all things Clay Edwards at clayedwardsshow.com for shirts and more. Peace.